Welcome to Salt and Light. I'm Charles van Beek. Wonderful to have you listening to our program. Today we are going to have a chat again about contemporary issues. How does God's Word, or the Bible, how does it apply to every area of our lives? And so we're going to talk today about the issue of social media. How can one, or how can we, use the social media world to further the gospel, or how can we use it to disciple people? Now, we're not going to get um, sidetracked on all the definitions when we're talking about discipleship. We're talking about followers of Jesus Christ. Uh, You can be a disciple of Karl Marx if you want to. Um, There's nothing special about being a follower of somebody. And in this new world, Uh, following people seems to be the new big deal out there in the world of social media. So I have a little bit of experience in this world, not enough to make me a pro. So I've got some pros in to the studio who are going to help us fathom out how we can use social media to further the gospel of the kingdom of God. And so we have Olga with us. Olga, welcome to Assault and Light. Uh, Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Olga. So I'm Olga. I was um, born in Limpopo and I moved to Cape Town about three years ago. Is Limpopo in another country? No, it's uh, in South, South Africa. Africa. There we go. All <laughs> yes. right, good. Welcome to Cape Town. Uh, thank you. And what have you studied? Or? Uh, I did a diploma in human resource management and now I'm working full-time in ministry as an administrator. Oh, fantastic. Wonderful. And then we also have John Mark with us. John Mark, welcome to Salt and Light. Thank you so much for having me. Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. You you finished school. You're still a young man. Um, I've been living in Cape Town most of my life. I was overseas for about a year, but I came back down. And now I um, just finished school last year, and I'm just focusing on my career and social media at the moment. And how old are you now? I'm 18 years okay, old. Okay, 18. So you've just finished school lately, and uh, you are making a dent in the world of social media. So great to have you with us. Thank you. Uh, I asked John Mark his age. Olga, oh, wait, 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 we won't ask Olga her age. All right, let's, <laughs> let's uh, get on with the program. Olga, explain to us what social media is, please. Give us a bit of an idea. Lots of us that are uh, listening to the program and even your interviewer here today might not quite understand the intricacies of it. So so what, what is the world all about, um, the world of social media? Uh, to make it uh, easy and understandable, I would say social media is things like Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Twitter, and uh, and so forth, and Snapchat and all that. So basically, it's um, it's uh, a site or sites where you know millions of people gather every second of every day. When, when you say sites, are you talking about uh, websites or apps? No, apps, or apps, apps, apps actually, that people yes. use on their phones yes, and what have you, or on their laptops yes, or exactly. computers. Exactly. All right, good. Well, the um, the what I've seen about social media and some of the information we've seen is that it can be used by real weirdos. Uh, to push really strange agendas. You and wouldn't say. <laughs> well, there we have it. <laughs> and, uh, and one comes across really strange ideas. I remember when I was much younger and this world of the internet started, I remember somebody saying to me, don't put your photos of your family on there and 
you know, make sure your phone number never goes on and all this kind of thing. Now people are putting their family photos up. They're putting up photos of themselves, normally looking much younger than they really are from what I can gather. And they're putting <laughs> their phone numbers there. They want people to contact them. They want to be in touch with people. And it just seems a, a whole new world. Uh, we were very protected. We didn't like all this information getting out. I, I remember even when I was doing business as a young man, if you contacted another business and they didn't have a landline number, you didn't want to do business with them. You said, gee, he only uses a cell phone. Well, he obviously doesn't want to, he doesn't want us to know where his office is or where he lives. <laughs> and so you were a little bit concerned about that, you know. Now if a person doesn't have a cell phone number and they only have a landline number, you don't want to do business with them because you think they're so behind in uh, technology. Exactly. But um, let's let's talk about uh, the usefulness of social media. So social media appears that anybody who has some kind of computer savvy can download an app. You mentioned a whole bunch of them that they can download an app that can register themselves and they can start communicating with their friends. Is it that easy? Uh, yes, it is that easy. And uh, these days, uh, technology is advancing that even people can even send the app to you. You know, especially I know with Android, you can do that. You can use the share it and share the app with somebody who can download it. So it's that easy. So you can send it to somebody else and say, I'm on this platform or whatever, and you can come and join me and then they can download it and they can register themselves and then communicate with you. Yes, exactly. Or I download it if they can't download and then I just share the app, it goes to their phone and then they just have to put their own details on it. Wow, so it's that's that, that simple to yeah. share and get others involved with it. Exactly. Goodness me. Well, Jamark, you made an interesting statement. You said that you are working on your career. Now, most people see social media as fun, engaging with their friends and possibly people who aren't their friends. Um, how does a career come into this? Or what is the meaning of a career when it comes to the world of social media? Well, a career, you need to... It's kind of something you also need to study, like you'll study anything else. You need to know what the audience wants and what you want. And if you find that you can handle the pressure of millions of people watching you every single day, then it's actually quite a good fit for you. But you need to also like study it. You need to learn the algorithms because there's algorithms for everything. There's certain ways you must post, certain times you must post, certain things people want to see, things they don't want to see, things you want but other people don't want. So you need to know your your school behind it. And as a career, you're just going to have to um, just... There's a lot you know, of work involved. A lot of, a lot of studies, a lot of work involved. It's not just a, um, a fly-by-night yeah, kind of thing. So uh, obviously you're going to a whole different level compared to people that are just having it for fun and socializing with their friends. But uh, I've come across some stories already, in fact, uh, stories through my children's network of friends where uh, there seems to be a lot of hate going on and um, people suffering from depression and all sorts of things because their friends have turned against them in this world of social media. How prevalent is that, uh, Olga? Well, you see, the thing is that, uh, first of all, you cannot make everyone happy. You know, you need to know that you are not a jar of Nutella. You cannot make everybody happy. But I can't make anybody happy. <laughs> not. So there is stuff that people want you to do, and they're happy to see you doing, and stuff that you want to do, like John Mark said, and then they don't want to see. 
So you can post something that uh, to somebody it's not very appealing and then they get mad at you or you, you know, put your views out there on where you stand in your beliefs. Like, you know, you are a follower of Christ, you put scriptures and all that and some people don't like that and then they unfollow you. Be, just or, because or they might say or, nasty things to you exactly. so so let's give it a, a, a decent example of this so what you're saying is you can have these friends you're all happy together having lots of fun sharing all your photos of your holidays and your family and all that and all of a sudden uh, you put out information because of your faith and your standing christ you put out something regarding abortion yes. uh, or not uh, promoting being against abortion because of the teaching of god's word then that can cause a clash. Exactly. I th- actually, I've been there on WhatsApp. Oh, I so you've been there, done yes. that, and got the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. Now we know what we're talking about here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let, let's uh, let's talk about uh, how one can redeem uh, the the world of social media for the sake of Christ. The, the Bible tells us in Matthew 28 that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus Christ. So, he rules in heaven, he rules on earth. How can we as soldiers of Christ, as uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, as children of the Lord, how can we um, take the gospel into this world? Uh, So, in Mark 16 verse 15, uh, then he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. So, I think we have the advantage of the technology that people back in the day didn't have. So, I think we can use that to our advantage and we preach the gospel to all creation. You know, that that wasn't a suggestion from Jesus to his disciple. It was a command. So, I feel that we should, um, you know, share the gospel everywhere and in our, you know, we can... Like for myself, I'm able to do that and disciple the, the nation through social media. So I feel that, um, yeah, we need to take charge. And so how do you do that? Through posting Bible verses or comments or do you write an essay and put a link in? What, what do you do? Uh, I just put uh, like a caption with a Bible verse, you know, just an oh, encouraging words from the Bible yes. or a picture on my status. So you could use it either for either taking the gospel to people or you can have a little discipleship uh, impression put out there, uh, for want of a better word. Great. John Mark, you've built up a large uh, base of followers. You professionally into this. Give us some numbers. What kind of um, base do you have? I'm currently sitting at 7.9 million followers on TikTok and nearly 290,000 on Instagram at the moment. Okay, so those are those are very, very big figures. How many years? You, you said there's a lot of work and study and that that goes into this. Most people seem to think it's a fly-by-night. You're either lucky or you're not. And, um, and the, the numbers either come or they don't. Uh, give us an idea of how much work has gone in, how many years of study and effort. I've I've been um, I started when I was about 11, 12 years old, so it took me about seven years to get to where I am today, and it was definitely not overnight. I had to teach myself algorithms, I had to learn, and when I was meant to be doing schoolwork, I was actually t- teaching myself all the YouTube algorithms and how to um, oh my goodness <laughs> get more views. <laughs> But that's just how it works. Yeah, but then when you went to write your matric, they recognized you at the, at the, yeah. at the center. <laughs> then they recognized you and maybe they let you pass or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. So um, regarding this now with all these followers, obviously um, there's certain people 
I assume like pastors who use their whole base of followers or friends or whatever they called specifically for the gospel because they're preaching every Sunday, they're yes. doing Bible studies, they're doing church and that, and everybody knows them as this Christian teacher. And therefore, I would say it's really simple for them because that's what people expect from them. You don't follow him if you're an atheist, uh, unless, of course, you want to mock him or something, yeah. I suppose. But uh, you're expecting encouraging Bible teaching from that person, and that's why you are following them. You are not, you haven't done that. You've gone into the world, you've set up systems, and you are using your base to evangelize people. Now, how do you do that? So I stay on the comedy side. So I post about six videos a week of just comedy so people can get a break from life and all their depression and anxiety and everything they're going through. And then on every Sunday, I normally post a Christian message and then people also respect me more because I keep my comedy, but then I also push... um, don't push, but like show who I am still and also like show that you who show God the is. real Jamal. Yeah, I show the real Jamal through it as well. That's a really interesting comment because uh, I've, I've watched interviews with some uh, celebrities, let's call them, um, that uh, in America. And one of the questions was actually an interview with Elvis Presley. And they asked him the question. I know you guys are too young to know who he is, but never mind. <laughs> um, they asked Elvis in the interview, is the Elvis we see on stage the same Elvis um, that we meet privately or at his home? And I'll never forget the comment he made. He said, being the Elvis on stage is an extremely difficult person to be. And I thought, goodness me, this isn't the same person. Mm. There's a different personality that's on the stage. It's not the same person that you meet with in private conversation and have a coffee with. So it's really interesting that you say that. So you're showing a a part of your personal life, which is your faith, to groups of people that are actually following you because of the jokes you make or the the funny stunts that you pull. Give us some figures on um, some of your your better-known videos, how many uh, people have watched it and that sort of thing. I think my most viewed video was about... 59 or 60 million views and um, I got quite a few of those and then when it comes to posting my Christian videos um, it normally goes up to 200,000 views so also because it's not comedy and people are following me for comedy so also it wouldn't be pushed sure especially on apps that are fully controlled yes but uh, the idea too of when you are putting out this information um, as you say they're not following you for that but you're still reaching 200,000 people yeah. which is just incredible um, Olga we from your group of friends, I don't have any friends. I'm just asking you about your friends. Um, how many in percentage would you think are actually in this world uh, and actually on these apps? I mean, there are people who have no clue and aren't at all connected to any of these social media apps. But in your friendship group that you went to college with, that you socialize with, that you go to church with, what what kind of pull has the social media world got now on people your age <clears throat> 26 i mean uh, <laughs> yeah well i would say 99.9 percent of my friends or literally my, almost everybody almost everybody has social media you know one or more you know so yeah so they oh, might be on multiple, uh, multiple platforms nah, or yes, apps like myself i i'm on i think about five of them so yeah so how influential olga do you think it really is 
I mean, for instance, if I've got 5,000 followers on Facebook and I put out something on the gospel, does it really impact people's lives, um, do you think? Yes. So you, so I you believe agree that it does. You do believe it actually yes. does make a difference it when really people does. stand for Christ and they they have their say. Yes, I think it, yeah, it really does. Um, because I'm actually um, I'm one of John Mark's followers, and uh, I really like his videos. They cheer me up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember recently, I think about a week or so ago, he posted a picture uh, pictures with uh, his few friends from Canada. And then at the end of the pictures, there was an encouraging video. Yes. I thought that was really cool because you look at these few pictures, you smile, and then at the end, you say, ooh, there's a video. I want to know what that video is about. Yes. And then when you listen to it, it's this encouraging, uplifting message. I think that was really smart of him. Like he said, he, he, he studied it and all that. But it, it was really encouraging because I, we, I like John Mark. I follow him. I like his stuff. So when he puts a video out there, I want to know what it's about. So I think we have a very influential, uh, you know, something, you know, on, on social media. Yes, yeah. I uh, have been on social media. Um, not that I always know what's going on there, but uh, I try to follow certain ideas. And my main area that I like to see discussions on and debates on is actually on theology, the study of God. And uh, and I must admit that I've actually had my mind changed on certain theological ideas through the debates and and discussion groups on certain issues, which I think is quite fantastic because I was connected to people that were great authors. You know, I'd connect to my favorite uh, theological authors, uh, Christian writers. And so, you you know, you're connected to politicians and, and whoever else that might be in the Christian world, taking the Lordship of Jesus Christ into the sociopolitical arena. You can follow people who are involved in the, you know, the pro-life world or the anti-abortion world where they're taking a stand for Christ and helping uh, unwed mothers with uh, babies or whatever. There's just so many things out there. And um, and then on the other side, we've got the old-fashioned way, which I still think is the best, and that's email. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I remember the first time I came across a fax machine. I, I had no idea what this thing was. It looked like something from outer space. And uh, the idea that you could send a written document from one place to another and it pops up almost simultaneously as you send it is just incredible. And then uh, obviously email came along. But it looks like email is making a real big comeback again from what I can gather. And people say these things go through phases. And um, when, we get, when we get to the use of all this technology for the sake of Christ, I really believe that Christians need to get out there and um, make their faith known, as you are both doing. But uh, John Mock, does, do you get criticized or whatever, what words do they use in social media for um, hate or uh, hate um, mail or something like that? Yeah, hate or what was the other cancel culture? Yeah, the cancel yeah, culture. The cancel culture. It's called cancel culture. It's called hate. Do you get that when you put up Christian information on your social media apps? Not really. Most of the time when it comes to that, I get more respect from people, even people that are from other religions like um, and also different countries that aren't as further away as Christ as they can get. Or even commenting on my videos just saying, we are not Christians and we don't promote it, but we respect you for posting it. And they still watch the full video, even though it doesn't make a difference to them. So I get more respect from it, but obviously you do get the 
odd person that says the odd comment. But I get more hate on my comedy videos than I actually do on my Christian videos, <laughs> which is quite weird. But you have, uh, what, 48.8 million fewer watch people watching yeah, yeah, <laughs> Christian true, true. video. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, one can understand that. But uh, when we... Um, when we're dealing with this kind of hate in the world of ideas, Olga, how does one deal with it? Because we're talking, you know, we've read about young people who've committed suicide. Others are struggling with depression. I heard of one young lady who had to leave her school. Her parents had to take out. They took her to another city to get her away from the the hate and the, the pressure that was on her um, at school because of social media. Uh, just crazy ideas. You know, when we were younger, these ideas never... We'd never come across this sort of thing, you know. People would have a fight and that was about it. You hit each other and it's all over, you know. You get a hiding <laughs> at school from the principal and, and you went back to class. <laughs> so you see, the thing with social media is that we are all out there for uh, for different reasons. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, things get to you. You know, you need to know when to, 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 to pull back and you need to know. It, you, you know, you cannot hold things you know, in you. You, you cannot um, hold on to negative stuff because there's a lot of negative people there and people that say negative stuff. Not necessarily because they hate you or whatever or just because they want to. You know, they're bored. People sit, some people sit in their phones and computers all day, every day, and they have nothing to do but start trouble. So you well, need to I, put that at the back of your I head. I really can't understand that uh, because, you know, I, I see, I've seen exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, you have some couch potato he probably doesn't do any sport, no exercise whatsoever, sits on his phone for 23 out of the 24 hours in a day. And then there's some majorly successful person, you know, it might be an author or an actor or some kind of celebrity in the social media world or something. And then they're writing a lot of nonsense there about the person and putting hate out there. And, and you just wonder, you know, how can... Where does this come from? But exactly. I suppose at the end of the day, the Bible tells us that we're desperately wicked. And um, maybe it's got to do with jealousy or something like that. Uh, or maybe it's their own, you know, it's their own, you know, problems. They're having identity issues or something like that because, And know, then they're just bringing it into that world with them. Exactly. Because you could be mm. helping people, like thousands of people, and you... You know, and somebody will still hate you for that. Yes. It's really so, interesting because I remember years ago, doing a lot of reminiscing on this uh, program <laughs> today, but I'm Charles von Weyck. Um, we're talking on Salt and Light. We're talking about the world of social media. How can we use it for the gospel or discipleship? I had a friend who wrote a letter to the editor uh, many years ago, and I thought this was really fascinating. The editor wrote back to him and said, your letter's absolutely brilliant, but you must please rewrite it because you wrote it when you were very upset and when you were cross, mad. You were mad when you wrote it. Yeah. You were upset about something. And so it's got such good information, but I, I can't publish this because of your emotional state when you wrote the letter. And I thought, isn't that amazing? Yeah. In those days, you know, we didn't have social media. And I thought this was such brilliant advice from the editor to this friend of mine because he was upset. That's why he was writing the letter. <laughs> he was emotionally worked up about the issue. <laughs> but these days you don't have an editor like that who's going to be giving you that kind of advice necessarily. Yes. So everything just pours out. Um, but I have also heard um, and seen that apparently there are many – um, businesses that actually want to see people's profiles if you do a job application 
And just lately, I don't know if it's the first country, but America, if you do an application for a visa now, wants to know your, um, they want to see your profiles of your social media. You have to put that on the application, I'm told. So uh, that's pretty interesting. Very interesting, in fact. But, Jamark, when you... Um, dealing with people in this world, we only got uh, a minute left. So when you when you're dealing with people in this world, can you tell much about them? And the reason I'm asking that is I've got friends that I've met in you know years, and I've colleagues that I've worked with, and when they go into social media, they seem like a completely different person to what I was dealing with in my office. <laughs> yes, that is very true. Most of the people on social media, they're putting out a part of them that's not really them because, as I told you, social media you have to learn the algorithms and people want to watch what they want to watch. So people also have to put on stuff that um, isn't them to get a laugh. So sometimes they have the comedy, but they're not that person in real life. So yes, definitely. Yeah, so they do They do, do that. Yes. And that's like part of your yes. acting career or the business decisions you need to make. Yeah. Um, it's like a serial killer it. in a movie. It's not really a ser- serial killer in real, in real life. life. It's the same for social media. Yes. Okay. Very, very interesting. Well, I uh, hope uh, you, my friends, uh, listeners, have learned something today. I found this quite a fascinating discussion. But at the end of the day, let's take the Lordship of Jesus Christ and His Gospel and uh, let's use social media to further His kingdom here in South Africa and on earth. Olga, Jamark, thanks for joining us for the program. God bless you and keep up your good work. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm Charles van Veek. Moving out. God bless.